Hello and welcome to Mr. Banner's History Podcast. This is a little snippet, short episode, bonus episode. This one is on the Boston Massacre, going back in time to 1770. What do you know about the Boston Massacre? We need to go back to February of 1770. Tensions had been brewing in the colonies since around 1763 when the British needed to raise taxes in order to for the French and Indian War, which was fought in part to protect the 13 colonies from French invasion, from France, which controlled Canada at that time. Taxes were raised, people didn't like it because they couldn't vote for Parliament, all that stuff. Things come to a head in Boston, Massachusetts in February of 1770. You might know what a tax collector is. It was somebody who went around and collected money from people to give to the government. Well, an angry, violent mob of colonists were protesting outside the house of a tax collector named Ebenezer Richardson. The colonists began throwing rocks through the windows, and Richardson, protecting his family, aimed his musket out the window and threatened to shoot a warning shot. The crowd did not stop. So Richardson shot. Bang! Silence. The crowd clears and on the ground lay 11-year-old Christopher Snyder. An 11-year-old child killed by a British tax collector. Well, Boston went up in arms. They wanted Richardson hanged. However, the governor of Massachusetts felt that Richardson would not get a fair trial in Boston, so he sent him back to England for his trial. Let's fast forward about two weeks to March 5th, 1770. You may have seen Paul Revere's famous engraving or picture of the Boston Massacre where you have the British redcoats lined up on one side colonists on the other side and the British are firing into a crowd of unarmed innocent colonists who are just out walking around doing their thing there's a little dog in the fore in, in, the, in the front there someone was walking their dog there's a little old lady in the back the colonists have no weapons they're just lying there some of them dead from these horrible British soldiers who shot into the crowd you see it's very clear in the picture Does anybody know what that picture is called? It's called propaganda. The picture does not tell the truth of what happened at the Boston Massacre. The reality was that a mob of about 200 or more angry colonists, still angry about taxation, but really angry about the killing of the boy by the tax collector two weeks ago, as well as an altercation that happened earlier in the evening between a British soldier and a wig maker's apprentice. You know, men wore wigs back then. Uh, the short story was um, the wig maker's apprentice, an apprentice, somebody who works for a master trying to learn their craft. Wig maker's apprentice approached um, a, a British soldier, and the British soldier owed the apprentice's master money for making the wig. They got into an argument. The soldier hit the kid in the face. 
it goes around spreading the word to the local taverns and everything. The, the crowd starts to gather as time goes on. This soldier on duty calls out for help. Other soldiers come with the captain, Captain Thomas Preston, and more and more colonists come. They're surrounding the, the soldiers. They have many of them are dock workers. They used uh, little bats, little clubs to beat out the rope to make it nice and tight for the ships to be held in place at the docks. So they've got these clubs. They have rocks and oyster shells. They're packing snowballs with ice. They're throwing them at the soldiers. The crowd keeps getting bigger and bigger. They're threatening the soldiers with their clubs. Somebody's gun goes off, one of the soldiers. Smoke all over the place. It's dark. It's really dark at night. And no streetlights back then. The soldiers think the crowd is firing at them. They didn't know that one of the soldiers' guns misfired. Maybe he was knocked down and his gun went off. So the soldiers, captain's saying, don't fire. But they can't hear that. The crowd is, was taunting fire, 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 because they knew that they couldn't do it. But once they hear the gunshot go off, they think the crowd's firing at them. They open up a volley, meaning they shoot into the crowd, and five colonists are dead. That's the Boston Massacre. The crowd dispersed, of course. The soldiers eventually were, were taken and, and moved into a temporary jail because they had to go on trial because they did kill people. They, they shot into the crowd. I think a few more, uh, I think uh, six more may have been shot and then five were killed or something like that. I don't have the exact numbers on me here. But what you have is you have the soldiers are now in custody, meaning they're arrested. And you know how it works in, in the British um, and in the American system. If you are accused of a crime, you have to get a lawyer, which you're entitled to, and you go on a, a to a trial, and they find you guilty, or they find you not guilty. So the soldiers needed a lawyer to represent them in court. And they found a lawyer in John Adams. John Adams would go on to become the first uh, vice president of the United States under George Washington. And he was the second president of the United States. What you have to understand about the Boston Massacre is that people thought that the soldiers would be hanged for murder for the colonists, but they were found not guilty. They were found that they acted in self-defense. And it was John Adams who got them off, you know, was, was able to, um, to help them. And that was, their, that was their lawyer. So as always, if you have any questions, you can always ask me if you are one of my college students, you can ask me in class if you're one, if you're one of my um, middle school students, you can certainly ask me anything you want to know about the Boston Massacre, and I will share that information with you. When the soldiers shot, I did want to say that Crispus Attucks, Patrick Carr, Samuel Gray, Samuel Maverick, and James Caldwell were all killed and three more were injured so it was five killed three more injured 
what they did was they buried the Boston Massacre victims on the same grave as Chris Snyder, who had been killed two weeks earlier. So if you go to the old Granary Cemetery in Boston, you'll see the Boston Massacre victims and the little boy from two weeks earlier are all buried in the same spot next to Samuel Adams, who was a leader of the Sons of Liberty, who was, which was the group that was, was behind a lot of this, um, these rioting and protesting acts in Boston at that time. And in that same graveyard toward the back is Paul Revere, another member of the Sons of Liberty, who drew the picture that's inaccurate about the Boston Massacre. And another man buried in that cemetery was John Hancock, who was also a member of that group, the Sons of Liberty. So again, any questions, let me know. Feel free to give me suggestions on podcast topics.